Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah! Here we go. Busy, busy day and busy week. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow it's our over-under picks. Yeah, it's already Tuesday. Become like the 37th annual event. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So. And then on Friday, very first Moron Trivia of the year. Yes, Stu will be making two visits with us this week. Won't that be nice? Tomorrow for over-unders and Friday for more on trivia with the Eagles and Falcons. All right. So, uh, I see Nebraska got their first win of the season, beating up on the mighty Fordham Phillies. Uh, the, the Rams. Rams. Rams, yeah. Fordham You didn't know Rams. that? No. You know, just off the top of your head? Not really, no. Mm. 52 to 7. I'll take it. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Nice little beating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see... You see, on the other hand, Illinois, the team that beat them last I don't year. want to talk about this. No, lost, I know where you're going. Lost to Texas San Antonio. Texas so, San, San Antonio. UT, UTSA. UTSA. Yeah. The mighty. The University of Texas. San Antonio. Shh, I'm going under a tunnel. <laughs> ah, I can't hear you. <laughs> and BYU won. Uh, beat Arizona 24-16. All right, good. Not spectacular, but they, they got some things to work out because it's Holy War week. We play the godless animals in mm. Utah, so. Wow. Yeah, it's a big week. Big week. And NFL starts this week. Yeah. And did so you see big. that kid from Presbyterian threw 10 touchdown passes? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And what was it, almost 600 yards or something? Uh, it was stupid. It's a lot. Yeah, and it's like a video game thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one last thing. Did you see the Indiana uh, jersey? The one kid's uh, jersey was sewn on incorrectly. Uh, they made a mistake on the spelling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Indinia. I don't know if we have that. <laughs> Oops. I, I don't know. Yeah, Oops look at that. Daisies. Look at that. And that serves Indinia. them right. As your audience pointed you look out, like ser- an idiot. it serves them right because they have the uh, Black Lives Matter fist in the uh, corner of their jersey. So, uh, all right. There you go. Indinia. <laughs> huh. Uh, did they and they did they go on to lose too? I don't know. Uh, I don't either. Oh my gosh, I just searched for Indinia. I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, that's a good question. They lost to Iowa 34 to 6. Oh, that's right. Quite yeah. handily. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy Steam, Missouri, got past Central Michigan 34 mm. 24. Hmm. So there's your roundup of. Did you see Tulane? Some of our, yeah, Tulane played Gave really Oklahoma tough. Oklahoma, all they I watched could almost handle. that whole game. Yeah, me too. All, all they could handle and a lot more. Uh, they, they were lucky to. They were very fortunate to escape. Yeah. It was a five-point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 40-35 or something. That's, so Oklahoma and Nebraska play in a couple of weeks, and I'm not going to say I have any hope because I don't, mm-hmm. but I have hope that we'll be within five scores instead of ten. And did you see Washington ranked 12th in the country, lost to the Montana. University of Montana, ha! who's an FCS school? Sheesh. That's embarrassing. Okay, that's just <laughs> embarrassing. You come into the 12th ranked team in the country and you lose – to uh, what they used to call Division One One AA school, crazy, mm. absolutely nuts. Uh, so is the fact that Israel, and how many times do we say this? Israel is now planning to administer a fourth shot. Four. Well, that'll Which do when the we trick. said, okay, here comes three, and then after three, they'll decide four is even better, and then it'll be four to five, five yes. to six, and so on. Working so well for Israel, too. I mean, they're so uh, vaccinated. Right. This should not be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're starting to prepare to, to administer f- the fourth dose of the vaccines 
Look at how it's working out for Israel. Ah, uh, you can't. Can't tell what yeah. that is. But. All right. Well, anyway, it is. Oh, it closed. It closed. That's why. Look at this, Pat. Oh, okay. Ooh. There you go. Look, so, at, what, look at that spike. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm trying, man. Anyway. It went down to almost nothing. Every shot. It's like they keep spiking again. Meanwhile, thank you, John Ziegler, for, for these uh, graphs. Meanwhile, what is going on in uh, Sweden there? Uh, zero. Zero new cases reported there. They're done. Oh, wow. And they're not uh, forcing the jab in order to participate in society. Well, they didn't force masks, lockdowns, mm-hmm. and now they're not for enforcing uh, forcing people to get vaccin- vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so Sweden and here... look how it's working for them. Israel here. And Israel, like you said, going on shot number four. What we've been told now by our uh, soothsayers is that... Uh, the, uh, yeah, our herd immunity is a myth. That doesn't really... Ha- really? Let's look at Sweden. Take a peek at Sweden and tell me... Herd immunity is a myth. Yeah, that can't, that's not really a thing. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. I suppose ivermectin is also a myth, considering oh, Joe Rogan is now completely healed. Time. Yeah, he's completely better. Mm-hmm. He, in fact, he tested negative two days after he tested positive. So you got that going for yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah that- the ivermectin thing, they really hate it. And if you even mention it, they go ape crap on you. Uh... Rolling Stone. According to the Rolling yeah, Stone. They had some fun. I love this. Gunshot victims have been left waiting outside the hospital as the horse dewormer overdoses overwhelm Oklahoma hospitals. Man, you hate to see that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're not seeing that. I mean, they're. Well, it was reported by a doctor who works there. Yeah, but the hospital itself said the guy hasn't been there in two months. <laughs> and uh, they haven't had a single case of an ivermectin overdose, let alone pushing people out in the street because they have so many. No, and despite the hospital pushing back on this false na- these lies mm-hmm. from Rolling Stone, they have left that tweet up and that story up all weekend long. And boy, the blue checks have just glommed onto it. Including Rachel Maddow, uh, who is pushing the story. Then we got this Shannon Watts. Is she a blue check? Yeah, it looks like it. I don't know who she is, but okay. A doctor in rural Oklahoma says the number of people overdosing on ivermectin is so high that emergency rooms are full Mm -hmm. and people with gunshot wounds have to wait their turn to be treated. (laughs) Wow. That's wow. a bad situation. There's a bigger story there. Why in this little town in Oklahoma do we have gunshot victims showing up? <laughs> right? That's another oh, good point. Oh, you know what, though? Hold on. Go back to the Rolling Stone tweet. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. I know we're all over the map here. But look at this picture that Rolling Stone used. The people are bundled up in the middle of summer? <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, that's not even this the current pick, entire thing. In fact, I think they're waiting in line to vote because that one lady's got mm-hmm. uh, a ballot or something there in her hand. They're looking at candidates or something. Looks like I don't know, but my gosh, try harder if you're going to lie, Rolling Stone. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's unreal. <laughs> they have so many gunshot mm. victims in this little town. Yeah, it's rural called Oklahoma. Yeah, it's uh, the town's called Chicago, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence that, that would have been. been. Oh, and by the way, oh, gosh, the world's burning, man. I just, 
How many deaths did they have out there this weekend? 58 or so shots, uh, gunshot victims. Six were killed and 62 were shot. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, including a father a, taking his daughter to school. Just a typical, typical weekend in yeah. Chicago. Really was, basically. Rachel Maddow, patients overdosing on ivermectin, backing up rural Oklahoma hospitals and ambulances. The scariest one I've heard of and seen is people coming in with vision loss, according to the doctor. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, then the hospital said, um, no, none of them uh, are ivermectin overdoses. Yeah. Kirk, Kurt Eichenwald says, truly, the onion can't compete with modern America. Right, because it can't make up stories that are this good, that are made up, by the way, by Rolling Stone. Yeah. So Rolling Stone is better at making up stories than The Onion? I, is what, uh, I think that's what you're saying. Good for you. I know. Yeah, congratulations on that. <sighs> Meanwhile, the Associated Press issued a correction in an article published August 23rd about people trying to uh, take livestock medicine to try to treat coronavirus. The AP erroneously reported based on the information provided by the Mississippi Hospital Department that 70% of recent calls to the Mississippi Poison Control Center were from people who had ingested ivermectin to try to treat COVID-19. 70% wow, that's a, of the poisoning. That's a problem. Nah, it turned out it's a bit overestimated. It was... Uh, Two percent, two. So, so that's a. Now I'm not good with math. Help me out here. Apparently, that's less. either is the associated that's, press. That's less. Two percent is less than seventy percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how, how do they have any credibility left? They don't. But people keep turning to them. People keep citing them, quoting them. Yeah, the, the, the leaving them. The error was made on August 23rd, but they waited until Labor Day weekend to correct it. Yeah, amazing. Lead with your mistakes. That's what we, well, I mean, after two weeks. Yeah. And after the Labor Day barbecue. Yeah, when nobody notices right. that you made a mistake. That's that's a good time for it. <laughs> wow. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Meanwhile, we have uh, uh, even the left. I mean, the New Yorker magazine is probably about as far left as you can go. It's it's like the New York Times. Well, the New Yorker's David Road says the State Department and the White House are blocking Americans from leaving Afghanistan. We should make clear to our audience that you were held for more than seven months by the Taliban starting back in 2008. And their leaders were initially you know, trying to promote a more moderate stance. But the urgency among these families to evacuate shows you know, the, the fear of what will come in the next few months. And I understand you also have some reporting about uh, the flights that Raf was talking about. Yeah, Raf is right. I just spoke with the uh, communications director of Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut. Right now are 19 American citizens and their families and 40 SIV holders and their families. Those would be translators who worked with the United States military that are waiting to fly out of Mazar Sharif on those charter planes. That is being held up by the State Department and the White House. I, I want to repeat that. It is the State Department and the White House. I also heard that Senator Blumenthal at a tractor parade today in Western Connecticut had constituents complaining about how the Biden administration is fumbling 
and failing in terms of helping these Afghans get out of the countries. Uh, these are our allies, and this is a growing political problem for President Biden. It is not going to go away. He and Secretary Blinken must address it. Well, let me ask you this, David, because we have statements from State Department and White House officials who say uh, that there are no Americans known to be in Mazari Sharif right now trying to leave from the airport. So uh, clearly there's a lot of confusion here about what precisely is happening. Yeah. So, again, according to Senator Blumenthal's office, there are 19 American citizens in Mazari Sharif. They're cleared. It's two planes that are cleared to fly to Albania. Albania will welcome them. Um, altogether, it would be 700 Afghans who are trying to get out of the country. Again, 19 U.S. citizens, 40 uh, SIV applicants, and that's that's from Senator Blumenthal's office. Many, you know, again, there's other aid groups and um, journalists I know who are trying to help get the, those two planes out. And I just see over and over the civilian effort is far more ambitious, far more dynamic, and far more successful than what the administration is doing. They have been slow to respond to this. They haven't planned adequately for it. And they've got to continue pushing to get these Afghan allies out of Afghanistan. I'm not surprised by what the Taliban is doing. I saw what they were like in seven months in captivity. They will continue to block our allies from getting out of Afghanistan. Yeah, you, you might not remember. I think it was 2008. He was actually captured and held captive wow. by the Taliban. So he knows these He's guys. He's got a unique well. perspective. Does. Yeah. yeah, he does. And he was talking about just two private jets there that were being blocked. Uh, now you've got six in Kabul, mm -hmm. and uh, among them, people that Glenn Beck is trying to get out through the Nazarene Fund. Flights carrying more than 1,500 Afghans and more than 100 American citizens have been grounded in Mazari Sharif. <sighs> yes, including six flights funded by a Blaze Media CEO, Glenn Beck. Well, the people who actually contributed to that, of course, uh, which is many of you. Um, and so you don't, you think there's any possibility that they're grounding these flights because the name Glenn Beck is attached? You imagine being uh, such an a-hole that you would strand people in Afghanistan, imperiling their lives because you don't like a conservative commentator. That, I don't put anything past them, though. Also, the Taliban are grounding planes as well and not allowing any Americans to leave. Yeah, that's the thought on Glenn's planes, is that the Taliban is... Stopping them? Yeah. So, After they promised. We pinky promise. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll let you guys go. We just don't want the Afghans leaving. Right. Huh. Yeah. That so, doesn't seem to be working out. So, yeah. It, Glenn has now faced delays from both the State Department and the Taliban. My gosh. Just seriously. What a nightmare over there. Unbelievable. And I, I, have you seen the video of the, the uh, pregnant American lady who's trying to get out? Now she's thinking, yeah, I'm could die here. Let's, Let's see that. There's been days where, you know, I think to myself, like, am I going to make it home? Am I going to end up living here? Am I going to end up dying here? What's going to happen? Mm. Well, yeah, those thoughts would definitely go through your mind. I mean, she's being hunted. Yeah. And she's trapped. Yeah. But don't you dare say that she's stranded there. Is she the one that showed up at the checkpoints, the Taliban choke points, a bunch of times? <clears throat> and, oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Uh, they turned her, her away, and then finally, one of the Taliban fighters pointed his gun at her head and said, leave and don't come back. Yeah. And then, apparently, she overheard him asking somebody, how do we find out where she lives? Ooh-wee. 
Um, well, apparently you weren't mm. on the uh, distribution list uh, yeah. from the State Department. Or you were, mm-hmm. and uh, they just now they're just going to use that to track them down. My gosh. Yeah, there, there's a video out there, apparently some mm. Taliban commanders discussing a list, and uh, it's hard to know if, if they're... You don't know exactly what list they're talking about. Right. Well, well, it's a list. He says it's a list provided to us by the U.S. I mean, it is. Jeez. Amazing. This is. Absolutely this unbelievable. This is so bad, <clears throat> and the details are so unbelievable. You could not get away with writing this script for an Amazon movie. No, no way. Let me tell you about Truebill. Uh, this is a, a, a new client to the show. Proud to have him. This is one of the coolest features mm-hmm. one of the coolest clients uh ever because do you get do you get free trials sometimes you think ah i just want to i really want to see this and then i'm going to cancel it right after mm-hmm. and then you either forget yeah or you can't figure out how to cancel it because they certainly don't right. show you how or where <laughs> oh my gosh i got flow sports for one byu game it was 20 bucks a month and i got it for one game and then uh i Went to the website because they said it's really easy to uh, <laughs> to cancel at any time. So just just go to the website and click on this, click on that, and you'll be right there. Uh, no, there was no such thing. And I looked over and over and over, and I Googled it, and I kept trying desperately oh, no. to find a phone number or something. Oh. And then I forgot about it for about 10 or 11 Right. Minutes. So then it was, you know, I'm $240 into one game. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hold on. Did they win? Uh, yeah, they did win. Oh, that's cool. That's good. They I did mean. win. <laughs> It was against UMass, so wow. <laughs> it wasn't much of a uh, <laughs> an effort that it took. I gotcha. But what Truebill does is take care of that for you. That's cool, man. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, they save people about $720 a year. I believe that. Because companies make subscriptions really hard to cancel and sometimes almost impossible, really. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. (laughs) It's so awesome. That's cool. Let somebody else remember for you. Exactly. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I just, I love this service. They're fantastic. Never again am I going to have to pay $240 uh, for one single football game. <laughs> then you just wait till your credit card eventually expires. <laughs> yeah. But that's you like could five that. years later. <laughs> you could do that, but there's so many things linked to it. So many. <laughs> uh, so don't fall for subscription scams. Start yeah. canceling today at Truebill.com slash Pat. Go right now. Truebill, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L. Truebill.com slash Pat. It could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Truebill.com slash Pat. Pat Gray returns. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With everything going on, there's a new poll out that finds former President Donald Trump would beat Joe Biden in a presidential rematch. Gosh, I, wish, I wish people would have paid attention last time. Why couldn't you have just paid attention in the first place? We wouldn't be dealing with this. Hey, you know, we always mock uh, Canada and, and Israel for calling elections. Can we call? How do we? <laughs> can we do that here? Can we just say, hey, we're calling hey, elections? Re- redo. 
We're, we're going to do a redo. 47% of Americans favor Trump, 46% for Biden. Now, I think in the heat of a campaign, he's going to be so bludgeoned with the Afghanistan situation that it's going to be, I think it's virtually impossible for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't see uh, people forgetting anytime soon. His, his approval rating is the third lowest uh, since they started taking these polls back in the Truman administration. And so there are only two presidents with a worse approval rating at this juncture of their presidency than Joe Biden now. Because he's down to 44% approval. 44. Which, you know, seems higher than it should. But in some, that's just the poll average of all the polls out there. Then it averages 44 to 49. It's amazing. Yeah. um, Because Stu went through these numbers on Glenn's show the other day. Who are the two? So if you take Trump out because he was just treated so unfairly. Yeah. There's only one. By everyone. Well, 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 let's see. Without Trump. Because Gerald Ford... Because yes. he had pardoned Nixon, right? And I guess that's the only other one. Yeah, I, know I think of. him and Clinton and uh, him and Clinton are tied right now. But Clinton shot up right after this point. Apparently, mm. uh, I don't see that happening for Biden at this point. I don't either. Certainly hope not. I, I think we're smarter than that. I, I hope we are. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. So, but uh, you know, you still believe, correct, that Trump is going to run against Biden? I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think he uh almost for sure. And I think you're absolutely right. Uh, and he's the only one that polls better than Biden right now because they tested DeSantis. DeSantis loses by I don't know, seven percentage points or something, six or seven. Uh-huh. And then they who was the other one they t- oh, Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets like 12% or something. Don't waste your time unbelievable. or your effort or your money, Mitt. We're not voting for you, bro. Yeah. Nobody's this, interested. Okay, but there was... Um, your family won't vote for you, <laughs> the, the dog on the roof definitely not yeah, no, for you. Yeah, no, he will not. I want you to see this clip from a rabbi, Pat. Uh, th- this was over the weekend. A rabbi was talking about a religious... Uh, um, uh, conference call okay. that Trump did with uh, religious leaders. <clears throat> And just he, recently? Yeah, just last week. And he was asked something by this Newsmax. I think it was Newsmax host about, uh, about possible Trump running again. Watch this. Do you feel, do you get the feeling that, that Donald Trump, the 45th president, is thinking pretty seriously about running again in 2024? Uh, I would say, based on listening to the president and what he had to say on, on that call, it sounded to me like he's planning to, write, to run again. Uh, That's what it sounded Mm. like. He didn't say so, but Mm. he made some indications. He said something very compelling, which is that if he were still in the White House, he believes that there would be several more countries involved in the Abraham Accords, the peace initiative that brought the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco into full diplomatic relations with Israel. Hmm. Uh, Look. There is no question dude is running for president. If he's talking to religious leaders about the Abraham Accords, if he's just <laughs> trying to have fun uh-huh. with Joe and be out there in, in the limelight and maybe set up another business adventure there, uh, that's different than I'm going to talk to them about the Abraham Accords and how that's going to be expanded if I were president. He's mm-hmm. totally running. Good indication, I think. I think so. I mean, we would not. I am totally convinced we wouldn't be in this predicament in Afghanistan had he remained president. There's just no way he would have bungled it like Joe Biden. I mean, you couldn't do worse, that's for sure. 
but I definitely think Trump would have done an awful lot better. Mm-hmm. And now it's to the point where we're already talking about going back in. Huh? Yeah. Huh? That, Lindsey Graham oh. told a stunned BBC reporter oh, no. that, uh, yeah, we're going to go back. Here's what he said. Okay, it rose on Obama and Biden's watch, and Trump sent the military in to destroy it. When he left, there were 2,500 U.S. soldiers on the ground with NATO allies. They're no longer there. He killed Soleimani, which I think was a good thing. He rebuilt the military in a fashion where we can be effective all over the globe. The deterioration of the military during the Obama years was real. So here's my point. Whether you like Trump or not, whether you believe it's Trump's fault or Biden's fault, here's where we're at as a world. The Taliban are not reformed. They're not new. They have a view of the world out of sync with modern times. They're going to impose a lifestyle on the Afghan people uh, that I think is, is going to make us all sick to our stomach. But most importantly, they're going to give safe haven to al-Qaeda, who has ambitions to drive us out of the Mideast writ large and attack us because of our way of life. We will be going back into Afghanistan as we went back into Iraq and Syria. To the Hang on. You, are you, sure, you oh, seriously yeah. think the United States will once again, we'll in, have to. in a foreseeable future, yes. put troops back into we'll Afghanistan? We'll have to. We'll have to because the threat will, go so, will be so large. Why did we go back to Syria and Iraq? Why do we have 5,000 troops in Iraq today? Because of the caliphate rising, projecting force outside of Iraq, killing Americans, killing the French, attacking the British. So, yes, it will be a cauldron for radical Islamic behavior. You cannot deal with this over the horizon. Here's my solution. Help the resistance in the Panjir Valley. The Mm -hmm. Taliban will not be able to govern Afghanistan. They're hated by the Afghan people. What's going to happen over time is you're going to see the resistance rise. ISIS will come after the Taliban large, and the entire country is going to fracture in the next year, creating a perfect storm for Western interests to be attacked. You can do one of two things. You can say, that's no longer my problem. Let it build and get hit or hit Mm -hmm. them before they hit you. Wow. Cool. It is. Is there any uh, stomach for that from the American people? I don't know. My goodness. I don't know. Yeah, and that Panjir Valley that Lindsey Graham was talking about there, the uh, uh, Taliban just uh, raised their flag on the governor's mansion, even though the resistance says they're still fighting. But my gosh, what a tragedy. They just killed uh, Laura Logan, sent out uh, a tweet about... Ahmad Farshid, who yeah. was uh, killed fighting for freedom in the Panjir Valley in Afghanistan against the Taliban just and Al Qaeda, just a baby, sixteen years old, mm-hmm. just sixteen years old. Those are the people. Those are the families that are still fighting against the Taliban. And if you want to know exactly what is happening, it's tragic. It is horrific. What's happening in Afghanistan constantly? Laura Logan uh, on Twitter is. Sending out just some... Uh, she's really terrorists. passionate about it. Yeah. And knowledgeable. Uh, and just a really good reporter. Yeah, she's they, really good. Uh, apparently, through that list, we were talking about uh, a pregnant uh, police officer, um, a mother, uh, just horrific, with a screwdriver in front of her family. Oh, my gosh. They did just horrific things and Jeez. tortured her to death. 
And this American woman uh, sending out a plea to the Biden administration because she's been stranded. Yeah, we played that one. Yep. And uh, she's wondering if she's going to die. Yeah, we just played that a few minutes ago for you. And you just wonder, so do they care at all? Does no. this administration give a rat's anus about any of these Americans? And I think the answer is no. And it's interesting because a lot of uh, our former vets, a lot of retired military are actually going over there, putting their lives on the line and helping to extract Americans. They just extracted a woman uh, and her three children from Afghanistan because she went, she's the one who went to the airport like four different times, Mm -hmm. got turned turned away every, every single time. And on the last one, she was told, "Okay, we're going to shoot you in the head if you don't if you don't beat it and don't come back." <sighs> and so she then got a hold of this organization who's been trying ever since to get her out, and they worked hard trying to find the way. Eventually, they couldn't they couldn't get a plane to get her out of there, so they eventually got her out overland, took her took her to the border of another country safely, uh, tricked the Taliban several times along the way. And uh, then they were greeted finally after they got across the border by officials at the State Department. So now the State Department is taking full credit. For oh, right. <laughs> Stop it. Pathetic. There, there are harrowing Pathetic. stories of escape. You know, you got the Pineapple Express. You've got British mm-hmm. agents dressing up in burkas, acting like women to get people out of that country. Jeez, amazing. Uh, just unnecessary if this were done correctly, Joe Biden. Yep. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets from Mr. S. If they want to pull licenses of doctors who prescribe ivermectin, we can go after li- the licenses of doctors who perform abortions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get into uh, all the abortion things later on. Texas, of course, being bludgeoned by every single person on the left. Jeez. It didn't used to be that way. I mean, you used to make a law and everybody else left you alone. And certainly the right doesn't boycott states every time something happens in that state that we don't like. <laughs> I just It's bizarre. Yeah, I don't know which hashtag is being used more these days on Twitter. American Taliban or Texas Taliban? Jeez. Stop it. Carl Smith tweets, as Joe Biden's approval rating drops, if his disapproval rating gets above 70%, will we reach herd immunity to leftist BS? <laughs> I hope. That would be nice. Rowdy the introvert. Wait, I thought there was a new softer side of the Taliban. I bet they're just delaying the flights to give those leaving a proper farewell party. Sure. Terrible. Can you imagine being there right now? Uh, No. No, I really can't because we face nothing like that in this country. As bad as things have gotten, you know, still a thousand times better than other places. Um, Unemployment numbers were released, what was that, Friday? Mm -hmm. I think about a third of the jobs were added that we thought were going to be added. Yeah. Terrible. The black unemployment rate increased to nearly 9% in August. Yeah. I bet they want their Trump back, huh? Yeah. I want my... How did he put it? I want my damn Trump back. Right. Yeah. The unemployment rate increased to 9.1% for black men, uh, 7.9% for black women, 17 for black youth. Yeah, they're doing really well. Uh, They're all a 
about minorities. Man, do they ever put your needs right? first, don't they? <clears throat> mm-hmm. They love you if you're a minority, and they just want to help. That's all they want to do is give you a chance to succeed in this country. <laughs> Astonishing number of voters regret their vote. Of course, we told you about the poll where uh, Trump would win the election about 47-46, and then some of the votes would go to others, at least in this poll. Uh, and now there's this poll that they regret voting for him. Uh, 20% of voters regret their vote for President Joe Biden. One in five people wish they didn't vote for the guy. That's a Zogby poll, not Rasmussen. Mm -hmm. Huh. Wait a minute. Hold on. One in five? One in five. Did they survey dead people? Uh, Not to my knowledge. Or voting machines? It's probably much, much higher on dead people. Mm -hmm. Three quarters of likely voters did not regret uh, voting for Biden, while 4% Duh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Wait, I'm just asking, would you vote? Uh, I do you, don't know. Do you regret voting for Joe Biden? I don't know. I don't know. You either do or you... I, I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> uh, you know that Florida diner we talked about, mentioned it briefly last <laughs> week. I love that. I uh, told Biden supporters to eat somewhere else. Okay, we're tired of it. We've had enough of you. I love that. That diner has become so popular, they ran out of food. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) They had a sign telling Biden supporters to take their business elsewhere, and they were forced to temporarily close because they didn't have enough food to meet the surge in demand. (laughs) How fantastic is that? If you voted for and continue to support, this is their sign, and stand behind the worthless, inept, and corrupt administration. <laughs> wow, it's a lot of words. Currently inhabiting the White House. <laughs> that's complicit in the death of our servicemen and women in Afghanistan. Please take your business elsewhere. <laughs> that's awesome. I've gotten so many, so many people calling me from all over the world, from Europe, trying to purchase meals for veterans, oh, which I cool. still haven't been able to organize. I think that the veterans will be fed for the rest of the year at the rate I'm going getting nice. donations. That's great. That is cool. I mean, he I'm sure this took him by complete surprise, and he's just not prepared for this kind of business. Uh, several military v- veterans descended upon the diner to express their support for the sign. Hmm. Thank goodness that we still have some right-thinking military, because the hierarchy, apparently, uh, they're not necessarily right-thinking individuals the hierarchy that is serving under joe biden a lot of people a lot of them are you know like-minded with biden i i don't know how that that happened in the military but but it did and i'm telling you with with what is happening whether it's the disgust over (laughs) afghanistan or the forcing of the vaccine Mm -hmm. um we are losing some really good people in the military overnight and uh, yeah, yes, we pray are. Pray for those families because I cannot imagine mm. what these soldiers are going through, uh, just even mentally right now. So, God bless them. Speaking of mental, Biden was uh, in Louisiana on Friday. <laughs> you know, getting in the way and uh, not knowing where to be. <laughs> and sucks. Ignoring his staffer who kept telling him that he was, Mr. President, what? Oh, oh, over here. Over here, Mr. President. Huh? All right. Well, we'll this way, sir. This way, sir. This way, sir. This way. Sir. 
I know. I know. I know. Going over here. <laughs> I know. Well, then why are you walking the opposite way, Mr. President, sir? Over here, Mr. Pre. <laughs> I, I know. Do you think his? I That's know. That's why I'm going this way. <laughs> Do you think that was kind of like? Because I can't imagine his brain works this fast anymore. <clears throat> Do you think that he was just trying to play it off and he's like, I know, I'm going to keep walking this way though because I want to look over at this tree that's on the ground. <laughs> I don't you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't want to give him that yeah. much credit. You're right. Man, he sucks. I, I, I keep thought, forgetting I'm president. I, I, I thought I smelled pudding <laughs> over here. Yeah. That's what it yeah. was. I don't, and I, I don't think that's pudding it's, over there. It's my time for pudding. No, but the... Okay, pudding's this way, Mr. President. Let's <laughs> go over would, here. That would have turned him around. <laughs> Mr. That's... President, we have pudding and an ice cream cone. Uh -huh. If you come this way. You know how every president has code names and stuff? Do we know Biden's? Is it pudding? <laughs> like, do we know Biden's code name with Secret Service agents? I gotta look that up. It's Al. Short for Alzheimer's. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Uh, 888-933-93. And uh, Pat had Mandalorian Patriot sent, sent us this to describe Joe Biden. Uh, an old word, quacker, quacker Roger. Quacker Roger. Quacker Roger. Oh, I like that. From 1860. What's it mean? A quacker Roger was a type of wooden puppet. In politics, a quacker Roger was a politician acting on the instructions of an influential third party rather than properly representing their constituents. Uh huh. Ah. Quacker Wodger. Quacker Wodger. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not hard to see why that word went away. Very hard to say. <laughs> that would be a, a rough code name. Um, his code name is actually Celtic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Celtic. Harris's code name is Pioneer. Listen to these presidential code names with Secret Service. Bill Clinton was Eagle. JFK was Lancer. Nixon was Searchlight. Reagan was Rawhide. Uh, let's see. Obama was Renegade. <laughs> And Trump's was a uh, mogul. So, Celtic. Cute. This way, Celtic. Putin's this way. <laughs> Couldn't quite convince him, though. Uh, he, he thought he got a whiff of pudding and he was off. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he, says I, he said I know. I think it's just because he wanted her to shut up. I don't think any thought went into it at all. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. Leave me alone. Like, just leave me alone. Now, right now I'm going this way. Can we see the video again? Because in his defense, I would love to go in and inspect the bottom of this tree. I mean, you, it's not every day you get to see the underneath of a tree that size. All right, when we walk up. Look at that tree. I know. Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, if you want to. Where is he at this time? Louisiana. Is, it's in New Orleans, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, crazy. Is the is the pudding particularly good in Louisiana? Yeah, because it comes with Cajun spices, so it's really... Oh. Yeah, it's a taste treat. <laughs> Tasty treat. Yeah. Uh, another reason you should get your kids out of public school. Mm. Here's another example of how they're being, being treated. Just take a look at this uh, photo and see yeah. if you can decide. See if you can determine... All the teachers... What what is the problem with this yeah, so photo? The, the, Do we have it? The the teachers are wearing nothing on their faces, and the kids are all wearing masks because they are forced to. And hmm. we're hoping to get that picture up. Apparently, the computer just now ate that photograph. Oh, I good. will have to 
circle back on that one. The computer doesn't like the way kids are being treated either. So there's two, four, six, eight teachers behind two, four, six kids. Kids are all masked up. Mm -hmm. And the adults. That's abuse, man. Naked face. That's abuse. Why why is it the kids have to have it when you don't? That's bizarre. Especially when you've got the... Did you see the numbers that... uh, yeah, Thomas Massey abuse. tweeted out over the weekend. Just these are just COVID cases mm. in the state of Kentucky since the pandemic started. Oh, okay. So just Kentucky. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they've had deaths, uh, cases, and deaths. Yes, zero to nine. They've had one death. Um. Wow. Ten to nineteen. One. So in both those cases, the the death percentage is literally. 0. 0.0. I mean, I don't know how far you have to go. 0. Sure. 0.0000. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 5% of cases, 0% of the deaths in the state, effectively. Uh, and then 12% of the cases, 0% of the deaths. And then you get to 20 to 29. They've had 14 deaths, which is 0.2%. Uh, 30 to 39, 15.6. Well, that's cases. Yeah, oh, cases. Yeah, deaths is so just. If you, if you just focus on one column, it, we're, we've done 0. 0.0, 0. 0.0, 0.2, and 0.7. So we're up to age 40, and we are less than a percentage two, of the 2. deaths 4. in Kentucky. 2.4. Yeah, you got to get clear up to 40 to 49 to even have mm-hmm. a percentage that's worth mentioning 2.4%. And 50 to 59, 6.8%. Wow. That's amazing. So then 90%, when you add it up, 90% of the deaths have been with people over 60. Right. 10% have been under 60. And that's just focusing on one state there, and, and that's a pretty good representation right there. 90%. And most of those deaths, far and away, have comorbidities. You know, they're, Oh, yeah. They've got a lot going on with their bodies, and they just can't handle COVID. And 90% of the deaths are over the age of 60 but yet we have locked down society we have masked up your kids it's despicable we have required a vaccine that does not work mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it is it's madness if you want to sell your home or you're looking to buy one maybe you have to do both because you're going to relocate uh let me tell you again about real estate agents i trust uh, you gotta call these people uh, or go to the website at realestateagentsitrust.com. These are, this is Glenn's company. So he fully and carefully vetted these agents, he and his team, across the country. And they only have the best in every area. If they're not satisfied with the quality of the agent in a certain market, we, j- we just won't have uh, a representative in that market. So that's how seriously we take it that they have really good track records and that they're great people and they're fans of the show. So you've got something in common with them as well. It's just a, it's a great way to go to buy and sell your home, to get the most out of a, out of home for your money or to uh, sell your home quickest and uh, for the most money. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Better late than never. There's the uh, photo. Look at that. That's tra- that's gross. The teachers and then the kids. Mhm. Yep, and huh. 
there actually in Las Vegas, there was a teacher that um, taped a mask to a fourth grader's face because he wouldn't wear. Oh it. yeah, that teacher would be summarily dismissed. I'm sure should be if they're if they're not. Yeah, despicable. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just I can't and. I don't know what they're watching. I guess they only watch CNN or MSNBC because the information is available. It's out there. And it's prevalent to find out what the real facts are about masks. Mm -hmm. That they just really don't protect you like you think they're protecting you. They act as if this is a foolproof way that you will not get COVID if you wear a mask. And nothing could be further from the truth. You can wear an N95. It'll keep you somewhat protected a little bit what was it half i think we saw in that study done last week or the week before i think half it cuts down on the aerosol spray that comes out of your mouth by half so Mm. uh, yeah but if you dare use something that uh that 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 the officials don't want you to use for your own body like ivermectin then mm-hmm. we will drum you out of society and we will say you are responsible for the deaths of so many and you're probably a horse. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, these uh, refugees, uh, they're, they're, they're being given ivermectin before they come to the U.S. Not a joke. CDC website. Mm-hmm. But not, I mean, you can't use it. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. It's not a joke. But you can't. Don't you oh, dare. Man. If you use it, then you are scum of the earth. Now, who's who's we? Who is giving them the ivermectin? The U.S. government is giving them uh, ivermectin. Uh, you got it. Where did you see per that? The, per the CDC website. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that can't be. Two doses, 200 milligrams each. Yep. Um, oh, that's... For, uh, let's see. Once orally, two days. That's staggering. Yeah. But again, if you try to oh use that... Oh, my gosh. Jeez, you um, they how? wish they wish death upon you. Quite These frankly, are the worst people. How do they live with themselves? Seriously, yeah. how do you even live with yourself when you're that big a stinking hypocrite? I will find wow. that for you. Speaking of hypocrites, uh, hypocrites, Elizabeth Warren was at a party. Was it a wedding party? It was a wedding. It was. Yeah, it was a wedding. Yeah, and let's see if you can see anything well, wrong with her. Uh, do we have a picture of it or anything? I no. don't know if we replugged that or not. Um, okay. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. A beer. A okay, beer. she's going to yeah. get a beer, yeah. so and then we're going to show you eventually. After she had ridiculed senators, because if you recall, the Republicans, there was a time when they held on to the Senate. You wouldn't know it because when they had that power, they did nothing with it. But she would admonish senators that didn't show up in the chambers with a mask. But yet now she, as uh, you know, setting the example mm-hmm. during the Delta variant madness, mm-hmm. showing up. She's not wearing a mask. No. But wow. you better. Again, you best do it. Well, yeah, you don't expect the elite to do it, right? There she is, having fun at a uh, wedding. Adorable. Thank That's you. great. Good for you, Elizabeth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be your own woman. You're a rebel. Pat Gray. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Cardi T tweets, Politicians are always talking about our democracy, but after 19 months or so of COVID-19, I've never once been asked to vote on lockdowns masks, social distancing rules, or school closures. Have you? Huh. 
It's a great yeah. point. Yeah. And, and, and some some guy responded to that tweet and said, uh, yeah, we elect representatives to make these choices for us. Yeah, moron. Yeah, but dude. And that's not a democracy then. Well, not only that, it's that, it's that they haven't voted on any of these things either. Yeah. They've been edicts by one signature. Stop it. There's multiple problems with that response, actually. Multiple. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Gears tweets, the Secret Service name for Biden is actually Brain Freeze, and <laughs> Kamala's is Giggles. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, those are appropriate. Mm-hmm. Pete Finnegan, Biden's code name should be Titanic. Yeah. It's, oh, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> President Titanic, somebody called him over the weekend. That's perfect. So good. <laughs> B. DeBodine, since Joey has the mental capacity of a four-year-old, maybe his handlers need to start talking to him like an angry mom and using his first and middle name and last name when <laughs> instructing him to do something. Joseph Robinette Biden? Get over here now! Joseph Robinette Biden! I said get over here! I know. I know, Mommy. I know. I know. I'm just looking for pudding over here. Todd Curtis tweets, If a teacher would have taped a mask to my kid's face, I would would have hoped... Uh, I would have to hope I could listen to your show from jail. <laughs> yeah, that's... Right. Amen. That's me too. That would... I mean, I'd go absolutely out of my mind on that. We were discussing masks. Pathead uh, Brent Ruther asks a question. Can you explain this to me? Okay, so we got the... Uh, we have the smoke mask. Okay. And the painting mask. These are heavy duty masks for smoking and <clears throat> painting. Very. And then you got mining oh, and pesticides. Oh Those are, wow. Wow. That's intense. Radioactive. Radioactive Gosh. is uh, very complex. Uh-huh. And then for the deadliest virus in history, we have this little paper thing. Yeah. It's. Huh. huh. Makes, you, makes you think. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, doesn't it? Okay, that's what's protecting me from the deadliest virus in history. You know, I, I don't think so. I think so far, knock on wood, it's my immune system. My natural immune system. Because I've been exposed many times. I've been in huge crowds of people. And still, again, knock on wood, I mm-hmm. uh, haven't gotten it. Wow, you're Superman. Right? Well, I you know, I might just be immune to this particular thing. I know my son had the uh, swine flu. In 2010. And I wonder if he passed it around to us. We didn't even know it. And maybe we're all just, we built up that antibody. Okay, so do you recall being sick in 2003? Like really, really ill? Where were you? You were in Houston? In 2010, we were in... uh, 2003. We were in what? 2003? Yeah, that's my question. Oh, I don't know. 2003. Because that's when SARS was going around. And remember, the people that got SARS in 2003... Still have antibodies and are not contracting COVID. Here we are 18 years later. Yeah, maybe. So if you recall getting really sick Mm. during that time, there is a chance that you are immune to COVID. Yeah. Well, and again, my son had the swine flu, which they also say. Oh, oh, really? I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. Which they also say provides immunity for people. Okay. Because they're finding that a low percentage of people who who got swine flu in uh, 9 and 10 a uh, very low percentage get COVID. So. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I just think you're Superman, Pat. It is possible. Mm-hmm. It is possible. Uh, do you have any kryptonite to test the theory? 
I left it. Mm. It's Cor- Corby. In your other pants? No, yeah, Corby's got, he's, <laughs> we pass it around the building. Anthony Fauci Thursday said the new Mu variant of COVID-19 is not considered to be an immediate threat to the U.S. Really? Yeah, but they're, they're, they got that one in their back pocket. Exactly. Once, exactly. Once the Delta variant peters out, they'll bring us right into the Mu variant exactly. nonsense. Yeah, masks, um, mandates mm-hmm. for masks uh, are, are gaining steam again. <clears throat> and now the numbers are starting to tick down, uh, at least in Texas, <clears throat> at least in Texas, on the Delta, right? Yeah. But as soon as the public uh, is no longer sufficiently scared and controllable, they'll have to bring that's this when up. They'll be like, oh, crap, <clears throat> here comes the Mew. We told yeah. you it was out there. So that and, way they don't just drop it on you. And you know what? The Mew is 10 times as bad as Delta. Well, and there's, I mean, unless you're vaccinated like a fifth and sixth right. time. You don't have a chance. You say 10 times don't worse have. than Delta? 10 times Oh, no. I, I heard it's 10 oh. times worse than Delta and Alpha combined. Oh, wow. I'll bet you're right. So just... But right now, everything's cool. Everything's fine because we still have Delta to mm-hmm. worry about. Federal officials are keeping a very close eye on the virus <laughs> mutation, though it is not at all even close to being dominant in the U.S. Mm-mm. Bottom line, we're paying attention to it. We take everything... We take everything like that. I, I haven't heard him in a long, in a long time. And so, lucky you for that. Yeah, uh, but we can we we don't consider it an immediate threat right now. He said, also known as B one six twenty one. The strain was added to the World Health Organization's variant of interest. <laughs> <laughs> variant of interest. You have persons of interest, and now we have variants of interest. Mew. Good. Preliminary data shows it may evade certain antibodies, meaning, Uh meaning, of course, vaccines would be less effective against it. But experts said more research on the strain is necessary. There you go. Antibodies, too. So people that have already had COVID, too. You know, you never hear that in the discussion. You don't. As far as vaccine passports and they're calling them vaxports now. Kind of. It's cute. Yeah, isn't it? It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. <sighs> but no. It's like Benifer when uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck and Jennifer, uh, what's her face? Aniston? Were, yeah, right? Aniston were going together. Yeah. yeah. Benifer. Benifer. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so the Vaxport is the new cool Oh, cool Jennifer word. Garner. I was corrected. Uh, thank you for that. Oh, no, that's Ron. right. Appreciate that. He knows Sometimes we get couples. our hot Jennifer Hollywood <laughs> celebrities mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we help you, sir? Yeah, somebody wandered in here. Yeah, a, a, a vagrant just came in and <laughs> looks well, lost. I heard there was some wine in here. <laughs> How are you? What's up? I understand right. that uh, some of our planes are being held up. Hmm? Huh? Hmm? So I'm going to address this uh, today. I bet you are. Uh, <laughs> By the way, this is Glenn Beck for the uninitiated. Thank you. Uh, I'm address that today, um, but I've been thinking if anyone watched the Stu Show last Wednesday, mm. I already addressed it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is what I was talking about, and it's not the Taliban uh, that did it. Uh, mm. They were pretty much handed over to the Taliban. That plane was; those planes were loaded on the tarmac, ready to go. And uh, so State wow, Department stepped in and stopped it. Wow. And handed the manifest to the Taliban. Why? 
any reasoning behind that? I don't know. Uh, Pat, I I can't think of one other than, I don't know, evil. (laughs) Well. Can you think of one? Seriously. No. Why would you do that? Not a legitimate reason. There is no legitimate reason. Nope. Why would you stop we Americans had a, from leaving Afghanistan? Air, we had an airport the Taliban wasn't even thinking about. Not even thinking about. Really? Yeah. And we you probably were using can't say which one, right? Cam Air. Well, it's the one where the planes are. Yeah. Um, Cam Air um, is a, uh, you know, a, a provider of, you know, it's like United Airlines or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, it's a commercial? Commercial airlines. Mm-hmm. And so we had commercial flights. Flying out, uh, and while everybody was looking down at the other airport, we were at this airport, yeah. and we were flying commercial flights out and had a nice little thing going. And then the State Department decides, oh, wait a minute, hold it just a second. What's going on here? Um, we're evacuating the people you stranded. Right. How about that? Yeah. It uh, says over, uh, it says over 100 are suspected 100 Americans. Yeah, it's it's over 100 Americans. It's, it's well over 100 Americans. Like way over? I can't say. I'm, can't I'm, say. I'm asked to t- say no numbers. Oh, okay. Um, because negotiations are happening. <clears throat> Man, that's inconceivable. Inconceivable. Uh, and you why? know what's really despicable? Richard Blumenthal... Read all the stories and who's out front but Dick Blumenthal. Right. He, why? He wants to be Secretary of State. So he's only taking charge of all of these things and not even taking charge. He's inserting himself everywhere. I'm here to save the day because the State Department is out of control. Let me tell you that right yeah. now. And he's really upset about it. He's very upset about it. I, You know, I don't know who <laughs> should be the new Secretary of State, but... <laughs> But Blinken should go. Let me tell you that right now. Blinken should go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is Richard, wasn't he the Connecticut? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So wait a minute. Dude couldn't even handle the DMV up there. I remember you ranting about him a long, long time ago, if that's the same one. Oh, yeah. It's the same and one. And now he same wants guy. to head up the yeah. State, okay. State Department. Okay. We'll get it under control. I'll tell you that right now. Well, that's so, because he cares so deeply, though. He cares deeply. Mm-hmm. This is deeply. You should see how involved and deeply he is. <laughs> Oh, he cares deeply. Uh, this is going to make an interesting story someday when when all the facts can come I out. I had a phone call uh, yesterday, and then again last night, uh, I had a phone call. My kids were in the room with me, and uh, and I'm having this phone call, and it lasts about 20 minutes. And I got off the phone, and I looked at my wife, and I said, that was historic. What just happened on that phone call is history. And then last night, my wife came in about 11 o'clock and woke me up and she said, um, you have another phone call. And I'm like, what? Who's on a... And I get on the phone and it was historic. I mean, a movie is happening right now. Mm. A movie is happening. It's incredible what's happening. Wow. But is the, is the wow. movie going to end up being... Oh, the movie's going to end up a happy ending. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to mm. be a happy ending. Mm. It's going to be so. a happy ending for thousands of people. It will be a sad ending also for thousands of people. But these thousands of people would not be going anywhere if it wasn't for this audience. Hard to imagine right. why, seriously, they would be 
throwing no, the monkey no, no, wrench no. into this. No, no, no. I don't this. think it's hard to imagine. It's, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, impossible it is. Impossible to imagine. When it's is it just a vendetta against you? Is that? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I, don't? I don't think so. I, think, I mean, why would they want to strand Americans in Afghanistan? Because yeah, that's not going to turn out it? well. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Especially if you know what happened <clears throat> in the preceding days and who was involved on trying to get the plane out. I mean, hmm. everyone was, I mean, Washington was involved in trying to get people out. And the State Department just didn't care. On the tarmac, engines running. Mm. Come back, unload, and here, here's all the paperwork for all these people. Here, let's just give it to the Taliban. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, and it was turned over? Have they been yeah, taking... Yeah, be turned over. Oh, my Have God. they been taking people off of these planes, Glenn? These people are... We, we No, I mean these people on this list, not deboard the plane, but I mean, are they... Don't know. Wow. We don't know. We don't know because they're not back on the plane. <sighs> yeah. Some of them, mm. some of them we got back into hiding. Others, I, I don't know. We won't know until they can get back on the plane. Who's here? Who's not? It is horrendous. Do we have an actual uh, number? Because we hear, keep hearing from the uh, Biden administration under two hundred. Do do we know uh, a, a, a real number well, of Americans that you true, can say? Well, if that's true, then there's only going to be a handful left when these four <laughs> planes take off. Yeah, there'll just yeah. be a scattered few <laughs> when this plane takes off. Huh. One thing about this, though, is that most Americans, Democrat or Republican, it doesn't matter, are pissed off about this. At least. Uh, the ones I see um, that have expressed opinions on what's going they on. They should be more pissed than Yeah, they are. should be livid, of yeah, course. When I found but, this out last Wednesday, I mean, I don't know if you saw the Stu show, <clears throat> but uh, when I, that rant was an epic meltdown of Glenn Beck because I had just come off the phone from a briefing. We had worked all day and all night to get those four planes off the ground. Mm. And it was... I mean, literally everyone, every favor in Washington, everyone we know in Washington was on the phone with the State Department. Get these planes off the ground. And so I went to bed mm-hmm. thinking, uh, well, it's over now. I mean, you know, you got Washington on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nope. I found out at noon the next day that uh, State Department had grounded them, so officially said, no paperwork is coming. In fact, D-Board hand the manifest and all of the... That oh is gosh. a get-people-killed move. For Absolutely. Sure. And, sure it, and it, when, when that happened, it was uh, oh, sickening. Sickening. You know, we, we knew it was going to be bad with Biden, but not this I got to tell you, <laughs> yeah, this, this is... Blowing my mind. Yeah. Well, the good news is he got a nap in over the weekend. Oh, he good. Was, he was in Delaware all weekend. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Well, all of this was going on. Guys, this is a movie. When it is all done, if I could tell yeah. you the things that I know and that happened on a good scale, mm-hmm. on a good scale that happened this weekend, it'll it's going to blow your mind. It's going to mm. blow your mind what's happening. Mm. Wow. Wow. <sighs> 
I appreciate the update. Uh, thanks for everything you're doing. Yeah. It's really amazing. Nazarenefund.org. It, really awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it is it is because of this audience. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is truly mm-hmm. because if this audience hadn't didn't exist, none of this none would, of be, would going be going on. on. None of it would be going on. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands and thousands would be killed. Just, yeah, literally stranded and literally killed. killed. All right. Be listening for you on the show in about 45 minutes. Uh, Thanks, Glenn. If you're listening live. I wonder what he's going to talk about. Mm, yeah, mm. I can't, can't even imagine. Mm. Uh, I'm going to talk more about... More trivia. Oh, yeah? More right, trivia? Good. Yeah. yeah. You're going to no, do no, it no. before we get to it on Friday? Yeah. 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 Okay. You can join us on Friday <laughs> if you'd like. <laughs> oh, really? I would. Okay, cool. We'll see you I'm then. Really yeah, you're really invited. I've been telling you about Rough Greens for quite a while now. This is a powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. It's really easy to do. And with that simple act, I mean, your dog will just go ape over their food. They will eat it like it is the most delicious thing they've ever had in their mouth. At least mine does. So do Glenn's and Stu's. Now, Keith's dog's a little more finicky, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to find out if yours is going to be the among the finicky, which are very few, or the ones who just really love it right out of the gate. And to find that out, they're willing to send you a free bag to try out. So it's just a small little bag. Try it out for a couple days. See if it works for your dog. And then when you buy the full bag and you you let them uh, eat this stuff up for the next few weeks, you're going to find that they change, that they become, you know, more active and healthier. It's just great stuff. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to try out. You just have to pay for the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com. Roughgreens.com. Or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. That gray unleashed. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Good. Done. Okay. It's settled. <laughs> okay. Uh, Keith just <laughs> sent me this uh, oh, yeah, yeah. information <clears throat> from the CDC. This is awesome. Um, recommendations implemented in many overseas sites. Logistical and procurement issues still limit their full implementation in some. All Middle Eastern, Asian, North African, Latin American, and Caribbean refugees should receive presumptive therapy. Okay. With... So we're, we're talking about the people who are from these other nations because we don't want them spreading COVID-19 all over the place when they get here. So uh, all Middle Eastern, Asian, North African, Latin American, and Caribbean refugees should receive these pre-emp- presumptive therapy. And this is for to cover a whole wide range of health issues. Not so, just COVID-19. Yeah, so they're just saying this is standard treatment okay. to prevent these people... From uh, spreading their illnesses. Mm-hmm. Albendazole? Sure, I, I, I don't I wasn't going to get hung up on everything else on that Anyway, list. it's a single dose of uh, 400 <laughs> milligrams. Okay, 200 milligrams for right. children. And something called ivermectin. I'm not familiar. Two doses, 200 milligrams, micrograms, uh, orally. Once a day for two days before departure to the United States. All African refugees who did not originate from or reside in countries where some infection is endemic should receive uh, presumptive therapy with, uh, again, the same albendazole, Mm -hmm. 
a single dose of that and the ivermectin, two doses of 200 micrograms. So what, are, are, are we got refugee horses coming to town? Is that what's happening No, here? strangely, they're giving these to humans. Now, people will probably say, uh, yeah, that's for worms and some kind of, that's if they have, you know, if they got tapeworm or something. That's what that, okay, well, they're giving it to humans. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Is the point here. Hmm. Now, are they also giving it as a preemptive measure on uh, contracting COVID-19? Or if they have it, here's something to treat it Huh? right away. I wonder. Well. Hmm. Interesting, though, that they're dispensing it to people at all. And then they start screaming about, you can't give ivermectin to human beings. Really? It's... Huh. Why is the U.S. government doing it then to refugees? It's stunning how wow. people get so angry with their fellow citizens for making their own health choices, whether it's ivermectin or I don't want the shot or fill in the blank. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and they're so passionate about it. I mean, they literally wish death mm-hmm. on, on, for instance, Joe Rogan, who admitted that he, was, he threw the kitchen sink at his... COVID-19 infection. He says, I started taking everything. He did the thing that they're recommending now, that uh, monoclonal therapy. Right. He did that. And even Fauci has said that's probably a good thing. You can try that. Wait, when, when did Fauci say that? Has he... In the last couple of weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he'll be changing in... No doubt. Five minutes or I'm so? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So he, was, he did that. He did ivermectin. He did, you know, zithromycin and a bunch of things, all kinds of vitamins. Uh, And so he got better right away. But people wished death on him. Yeah, you because of it misleading people. And I think of all the deaths you're responsible for. Oh, okay. Well, then is the CDC responsible for deaths as well? Because that, well, that's probably a bad example. But uh, it's it, it is it is absolutely mind-blowing it is how these people do not want you making your own choices yeah crazy absolutely crazy triple eight nine nine hundred unless that choice includes the death of a child oh don't be ridiculous okay now then, oh what are you doing now then what are you doing do you <laughs> no. have an example of this yeah we'll share one with you in a minute here oh i might have just one example we'll oh, get into it oh no coming up you're listening to pat gray unleashed of course we're finding out just how despicable texas is right now Hmm. do you know that they have made a law where it makes it difficult to kill babies (laughs) what the texas taliban made that law yeah Hmm. exactly what a great way to put it keith The Texas Taliban. Yeah. Huh. Exactly right. <laughs> How many more babies are going to be born now in Texas? Probably several. And uh, they're going to slow down the killing of babies. How dare they? Yeah. What evil people want babies to be born? That's weird, right? It's weird. It's a weird take. All they want to do is control the woman. As if, you know, that wasn't a, a human life at stake like we'd give a rat's anus about what the woman does with whatever it is inside of her. We wouldn't care at all. Let's say it's a cyst. 
Is anybody going to get all up in arms? How dare you remove that cyst from your body? <laughs> no. It's because it's human life. And everybody knows it. Yeah. These people are. Well, again, the only word that really fits hmm? is evil. Yeah, that's becoming They're not evil. even uh, adequate enough. In, I know. In my vocabulary, uh, based on the State Department stopping those planes in Afghanistan and, mm-hmm. and the way the left is reacting to this. Did you hear there was a doctor here in Texas who performed 67 abortions in the last 17 hours before the Texas oh, yeah. law took effect? Yeah, he came down to try to get in as much killing as he possibly oh, he, could. Oh, he was visiting us, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think he came here, yeah, to do it. People They're talking about bringing in abortionists to perform for free all over Texas. And, I mean, there is just, they're out of their minds with rage over this. It is unbelievable Yeah, how married they are to the elimination of babies. Yeah, there was a CEO of a video game, uh... Oh yeah, uh, you saw this. Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's out, out of a job now. Yeah, you know what his uh, horrible crime was. I've, I've got this tweet in front of you. You got it in front of you there. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Listen to how Woo! how just desperately evil this guy. Chilling. Is. Chilling. Proud of the U.S. Supreme Court affirming the Texas law banning abortion for babies with a heartbeat. That's uh, what John Gibson of Tripwire and Interactive uh, for, said. Formerly of. Yeah, formally. As an entertainer, I don't get political often. Yet, with so many vocal peers on the other side of this issue, I felt it was important to go on the record as a pro-life game developer. Oh, whoa. It was important, and then they fired him for it. (laughs) The CEO of the company is gone now because of that tweet. Yeah. and Is uh, anybody who's tweeting for the other side losing their job? Uh, GoDaddy has deplatformed the Texas Right to Life website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. mm. okay, it's just incredible. It's incredible. Now, who's the Taliban? Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Salon uh, put out this article that they're they're counting on Satanists to potentially stop the Texas abortion law. A pro-choice and reproductive health group. Uh, is scrambling to make sense of Texas's new law, a near-total abortion ban that went into effect. It appears their efforts to skirt the law are getting an unexpected boost from one organization in particular, the Satanic Temple. Huh. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Speaking of evil, evil sticks its fat face directly into this issue. Birds of a feather. The Supreme Court on Wednesday night allowed... Of course, the state to implement blah, blah, blah. We all know that. So now enter the Satanic Temple, the non-theistic organization, which is headquartered in Salem, Massachusetts. Good place for it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Joined the legal fray this week by sending a letter to U.S. Food and Drug Administration demanding access to abortion pills for its members. The group has established an abortion ritual. And they're attempting to use the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which was created to allow Native Americans access to peyote for religious rituals. (laughs) These people, man, they will do anything to murder babies. And they're arguing that its members should be allowed access to abortion drugs uh, for religious purposes. (laughs) I'm sure Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who famously spends a good deal of his time composing press releases about religious liberty issues in other states, We'll be proud to see that Texas's robust religious liberty laws, which he so vociferously champions, 
will prevent future abortion rituals from being interrupted by superfluous government restrictions meant only to shame and harass those seeking an abortion. So it's a, a ritual. Yeah. Mur- murdering abortion. a baby mm-hmm. is, a, is a religious ritual for Satanists. That makes sense. I mean, you talk about creepy and evil. This is the epitome of it. The battle for abortion rights is largely a battle of competing religious viewpoints and our viewpoint that the non-viable fetus oh, is part gosh. of the impregnated host, which it is not. Wait, why? This is a separate body. Right. It, it, okay, I can't. That's just... Whatever, man. This is so evil. I know. Evil. It is. It is. It's unclear whether the Satanic Temple's strategy of appealing to the Biden administration will work. Last year, the group tried to overturn abortion restrictions enacted in Missouri, but the Supreme Court declined to hear their case. Oh, man. The Satanic Temple. If that doesn't tell you something about this pro-abortion movement, I don't know what does. Look around and see who your allies are. That is chilling. It's it's absolutely frightening. And then there's Portland. Get this. Mm. This will change us if nothing else will. What's that? Portland may, may ban travel and trade with Texas. Okay. Um, oh, man. Okay. Go back to the, like, up to birth. Maybe a few minutes after birth. Because we certainly we certainly don't want Portland people not to travel here. Yeah, no takesies, backsies. You said mm-hmm. it. You, don't, you can't come here now. <laughs> Sorry. Like, this is going to break our heart. Oh, how heart-wrenching. No, please. We need the Portlandians to come here. Please, by all that is holy, don't punish us like that. Like all these stories you read, you know, didn't really move the needle for me. Um, but this one changed has- my mind on this mm-hmm. law. And then you mentioned Portland may not yeah. visit us, and now I'm like, oh right. crap! I'm going oh, to really, no. I'm gonna reassess this. Yeah, well, you can hear the horror in our voice, mm-hmm. thinking that Portland people may not come here now or may not trade. Honestly, their is goods it this easy? Services. What, what are some laws that we can just quickly uh, fashion here in Texas <laughs> that, that just angers every blue stater yeah, and great. they never want to visit us again? I mean, let's let's <sighs> let's think this about this. This is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good exercise. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be great is if we fire up a couple coal-fired plants. That'd be great too, right there. <laughs> We're going to need those in February apparently. We're need them. <laughs> let's fire them up. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay, so we build coal plants. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, we're banning abortion. Banning abortion. You know, what, well, we, we got... This is... We can do this. We're on the way. We're on Portland the way. Mayor Ted Wheeler said the city council will vote on the measure uh, aimed at banning future procurement of goods and services from okay. and city employee business travel to the state of Texas. Fine, wow. Whatever. How heart-wrenching that would be. Oh, no. You know, I, lo- I love Dan Patrick... Uh, Lieutenant Governor? Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's mm-hmm. uh, statement about Portland. Yeah, um, they're a dumpster fire. So <laughs> This is why we love our Texas I politicians. <laughs> so great. He said it's comical that Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler is worried about Texas when his city defunded the police and he had to ask citizens to take back the city. Texas is solidly pro-life, and Texans support law enforcement. Meanwhile, Portland is a dumpster fire, uh-huh. and Texas is thriving. I love Thank it. Thank you, Dan. So wait a minute. So good. Are there still parts of Portland, Ted Wheeler's city, mm-hmm. that people from Portland 
aren't able to go to because they're controlled oh, by sure. like a Chaz or something. You I'm know? sure. We just stopped covering it because we got so, tired of hearing it and other wh- things came up. Why don't you stop worrying about if yeah. Portland residents are going to travel to Texas? Can they travel to Portland? Right. Exactly right. God, terrible. Just unbelievable. And then, of course, in light of the horrifying new laws in yeah. Texas, the NCAA must understand that inaction speaks volumes. People are Yahoo Sports is demanding that the NCAA don't have any events in Texas anytime soon. Okay. They write, uh, Yahoo Sports columnist Shalise Manza Young writes, This week, a barbaric, inhumane law went into effect in Texas. So it's inhumane to save the lives. You got it. You know how this works. Of babies. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. Uh, So this inhumane law went into effect in Texas that effectively bans all abortion and even worse, deputizes others with nothing better to do to turn in people they even suspect may take agency over their own health and well-being and receive a bounty for doing so. (laughs) I love that argument. Yeah. Yeah. A lot like the mask mandates that you're so in favor of. These freaking people. These hypocrites. It's nauseating even writing that sentence. And if that weren't horrifying enough, the Texas legislature also passed a rather undemocratic bill this week to restrict voting. As of now, basically anyone in the state can own a gun. No license or training required. Mm -hmm. You mean they're actually supporting the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution? Constitutional carry. How barbaric that is. Oh, and another new law went into effect this week, she writes. It discourages school teachers from discussing current events around issues of race. And if they do, compels them to give deference to both sides. How dare you give the children a chance to choose what they believe? How dare you? Can't be doing that. No, you got to tell them what they need to believe. You need to tell them that they're little racists. All these little whiteies in the classroom. You're all racists. Okay. That's what you need to tell them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more nausea. <laughs> to this point, get this. Oh, no. What The NCAA now? has been silent on all of these things, what? as have, as best we can tell, the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL, plus... Uh, no, there's nobody else. No, no, nobody else. Just, yeah. just those. Yeah, well, I all mean, right. George has got to be like... Hey, wait a minute. Hey, what happened to the Georgia hate? Yeah, wait, wait, uh, hold on a second, because they're right. You know, none of these uh, sports leagues have have spoken out on this. And Georgia's like, we passed a law to strengthen the legitimacy of our vote, and we lost an all-star game. (laughs) You know? (coughs) Well, don't worry. We'll lose some kind of event, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they just got to get around to it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, they're threatening the, uh, the... that article wants them to take away the women's Final Four from Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be heartbreaking. Shoot. Can you imagine? Please. No, don't an event take that. That up to seven people right. were going to attend. Oh, no. Up to seven. Don't take our women's Final <laughs> Four from us. We will change. You Do you know how much <laughs> money those seven people would have brought to Houston, Texas? <laughs> do tell. Over $235. Wow. And 84 cents. Whoa. Yeah. And- we just round it up. Go to the next dollar. Over 236. Yes. 
Wow, that is... $236. That is something. From those seven people. Do the math on that. I don't know that I can. (laughs) You know me. It's over $30 per person. I know that. So so there's that. There's that. And we don't want to lose that. Please don't, so, don't take away so the I guess women's final four from Houston. Start start murdering babies again <laughs> yeah, so that we don't yeah. lose that. <laughs> right. Women's we got to get our four. priorities correct here, mm-hmm. right? Come on now. Wow. <laughs> this is, yeah, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You and really I was can. looking forward to that too, the, oh, going to the final four. I wasn't going to go, but just knowing it was... You know, four hours away from mm-hmm. here just gave me such a mm. sense of peace and comfort. Oh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. It's in Dallas. Oh, uh, that's even better. So it, it was, to know that I'm only right half here. an hour yeah, away. Yeah, it's it. right here. Wow. And now we're going to miss out on that if, if the NCAA <laughs> takes up Yahoo Sports. Where's it going to be? Offer? At, at American Airlines? Probably. Sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. That stinks, man. Yeah, darn it. Darn it. Dang it. Oh, well, let's move on. <laughs> Let me tell you about Omega XL. This is something that if you've got pain and that pain is caused by inflammation, this can just change your life uh, because. Omega XL is not a drug. It's not something you're going to get hooked on. Your body becomes dependent upon. It's all natural, but it really works. And I know that some sometimes, like with me, all natural thinks it makes you think, okay, that's not going to work. Uh, but the opposite is true. I finally tried it. I finally started taking it. And once it built up in my body, the pain went away. It just has an off switch to the inflammation. And when the inflammation goes away, so does your pain. They've been working on this for 35 years. And so it really does work. See if it works for you. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they'll throw in the second one for free. So you buy one, you get one free at OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or just call 800-844-4888. Yeah! Uh-huh. Pat Ray. That's uh, <laughs> Welcome. Great to have you with us. Still reeling from yeah, yeah, I know, man. The potential you're gonna have women's to, final four not being in Texas. But you're a, a radio professional, so you're gonna have to get it together real fast. I gotta finish the last nine minutes yeah. somehow, somehow, some way. Sorry, dude. <sighs> Should have saved that for closer to the end of the show. Yeah. So I didn't have well, to when you so. walked into it and you grabbed, uh, I, I thought you were moving on. Yeah. And I, I thought, I, thank mm-hmm. goodness he's not gonna read the Yahoo Sports uh, op-ed <laughs> about uh, taking away sporting events from Texas. Ow, ow, because ow. of the abortion law. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, then you walked right into it. And I thought, oh, crap. How's yeah. he going to get to the rest of the show? Yeah, you should yeah. Should have maybe are. said something out loud. Next time, I'm going to jump over this desk and mm-hmm. snatch it out of your hand until That's a good idea. 59 after. Because it's just too painful. Sure. It's just too painful. Who among us doesn't love women's college basketball? I mean. Is the camera on me? <laughs> yeah. Is the camera on anyone? <laughs> Because, yeah, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody loves it. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, literally, nobody <laughs> loves Like, I don't even think the players enjoy it. I don't think they do. Right? <laughs> They're just like, I don't know. It's just something to do to pass the time. Wait, so they do it, I guess. <laughs> this game's on TV? Whatever. Wow, okay. Whoa. We were just <laughs> shooting around here. <laughs> now we love it. We love it. Uh, not. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, coronavirus in Australia. Oh, gosh. Out of hand. Sheesh. Not the virus. The, the government. The government. Way out of hand. You know, I don't I don't even know that their outbreak is terrible no. in in Australia. Nope. But dozens of families separated by COVID-19 uh, and a, the COVID-19 border cuz you can't travel state to state in Australia, right? Yeah, there's some places on lockdown. They've yeah. closed the border in some of in some cases. This is weird, man. Finally though, uh, they were some people in the oh, separated states. They had Father's Day. It was Father's Day. Yeah. They had a chance to meet, I guess, at the border. Berlin Wall. My gosh. Look at this. Look at that. They're literally... There's a gift. They're exchanging gifts. They're they're giving them uh, supplies. There's actually... They're hugging across the barrier. Because you can't travel back and forth. That's kind of like if they put a wall between Oklahoma and Texas or something. Nope. Sorry. You're staying put. But I haven't seen my family in forever. That's nuts. It is is insane. Like, this guy talks about, I haven't seen my daughter... My little baby girl in weeks. Um, grandparents that haven't seen their grandchildren. I mean, it's just insane. And then the next time they visit there, it's going to be barbed wire strung across those uh, orange barriers. Guarantee it. Well, they they also have concentration camps. Literally. A literal concentration yeah, camps. Yeah, we got the video. We got a footage from some guy who took some video of it. Check this out. Look at this. He's in one. We've, we've shown him building. <laughs> now look at this guy. Mm. We're just waiting patiently to be fed. It's waiting. Like when you shake the, uh, the bag of dog, the dog treats, and the dogs come running. Waiting for all to just be outside fed. waiting. <laughs> just had the cops come around and tell this woman off staying over here as well. Because there was about five seconds in between her taking a cup of a sip of her cup of tea, and she took her face mask down. Cops Uh-oh. came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for it. And she said, "Well, I'm drinking my tea." And they said, "Well, not right now. You're not. Put your face mask on." Wow. So, so she couldn't drink tea outside? He's a bit that- tense, he said, yeah. So he says, we're out here waiting on our porch because it's about dinner time. It's like you shake the and bag waiting of food. waiting to be fed. And the dogs come running. And then this lady was sitting on her porch drinking tea and took her mask down to take a sip. And the police, he said, showed up on the spot and said, no, 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 I put the mask up. And I was reading, there, there's this one guy who wrote an article from inside the camps there. And so the people that are... Who are they putting in there, you ask? Okay, well, in some cases, they're putting people that are positive for COVID. But most of the time, it's travelers, whether international or domestic. You go there for 14 days, and Mm. then if you're good, then we'll let you go. But they're putting COVID-positive people in these camps as well. So that's where you could go to get To get it. I mean, just Mm -hmm. madness, man. They just don't think. It's about control. Oh, they think. They think about how to control you. That's yeah. it. There's a, uh, this woman in Australia was just arrested for incitement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's after uh, being followed from her home by the police. Yeah, her, she's not happy about it. Her crime is posting stuff like. I've just been pulled over by the cops. Uh huh. Probably because I'm outside of my five Ks. But um, how dare we'll you? See what happens. So I just thought I'd put the live stream on just in case. Okay. I don't know why I just took my seatbelt off. That was stupid. Uh, hmm. Yeah, she was not pulled over for being outside of 5K. She's pulled over for saying, hey, let's have a protest. Hi. How are you doing? Good, you? We're just from the Springvale Police. Sure. 
Uh, at the moment, we need to have a chat to you about um, a matter of incitement, so I need to place you under arrest for that, okay? Pardon? What? The moment you're under arrest for incitement. Have you guys been following me? You do not have to say I do anything, but I think you say to you, may report and give evidence. Do you understand that? Wow. She do you understand that, Monica? No comment. Okay. Please share this video as much as possible. Right. Monica Smith has just been arrested for incitement. For me, please. Yeah. So she's online. She calls for protests and and against masks and stuff oh, like that. My God. And so they just they just arrested her. And she wasn't because she was outside of her five kilometers or whatever. It was because they were taking her for that. When she got to court, she said, uh, "I'm not taking down my stuff." So she's going to rot in jail until her uh, trial in November. But. As far as Australia goes, Pat, and we're running out of time, you've got to see this premier, this guy, uh, Daniel Andrews, and says, we're about to have two economies in this country, the vaccinated From and the... situation un- Watch this. ...where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. Yeah. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. No health care for the unvaccinated. you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. Mm. You're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes mm-hmm. absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, good it's not going to be safe for people who are not Psych. vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. <laughs> that's, uh. what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, uh. every reason, every reason. Uh, to get vaccinated. And there are appointments available, and there'll be even more appointments available throughout September, October, November. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy. All right, they've and become. You get to participate that. You get to participate a penal in that colony if you again. are vaccinated. You get to participate. Now that's if you're not vaccinated. right now because, yeah. of course, there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually yeah, can get yeah, through the system. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, but we're going to get to a point. So he's saying, you will not be able to participate in the economy. If you don't have your vaccination. Yeah, in that same clip at the beginning, he said that uh, no health care for you either. Huh. Sounds like... Um, well, it's the mark of the beast. <laughs> but it's not. It's so, not. So you're no, just reassuring. It is not. It is not. It's the vax passport. The vax port. That's the mark of the beast. That is crazy <sighs> stuff. Wow, but don't worry about it. Not a problem. That that won't spread here, right? I wouldn't even, <laughs> nope. wouldn't even worry. New York City. <laughs>